This week on the podcast, we're talking about what games we've been playing but haven't been talking about for the past 50-ish days. Also, we go over the 2019 Fantasy Critic League results. You didn't say thanks for watching that time, Cartier. Munch. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games, and that's pretty much all. My name is Dan Allen, it's January 5th, and this is 2020. Joined today by Nicholas Cartier. Hey, Cartier. Hey, Dan. Hey. <laughs> glad to have you back. You're here all the time. Are you glad to have me back? Yeah. Nice. Welcome back. Thanks, dude. <laughs> uh, episode 1008 of the, of the Great Lakes Game Podcast. Uh, you know, we're starting off 2020 hot, Cartier. we got a lot of things to get through. A lot of games. We haven't had time to talk about what we've been playing. I wanted this episode to be only that, obviously, but... There's other business to get through. We got to go over officially what happened. The Fantasy Critic 2019 season has closed, Cartier. Today we have to officially, you know, we got to. Yeah. You know. I got the email. You know. Yeah. Before we get into any of that, but speaking of Fantasy Critic, it's time for the hottest new segment in Great Lakes Gaming, and that is. The, f- the first new segment of 2020 is going to be the pickup list. Pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> Told you I would do it for two. Uh, so, this year in Fantasy Critic, we have five different people, five fake publishers, who've drafted video games for the year, real video games that are coming out. We'll have real review scores and we'll garner them real points in this Fantasy Critic. Season of 2020. So, immediately from last week, Cartier, we could have started picking up games. We have $100 between all five of us. We each have $100 to spend on games, picking up, trying to outbid each other. And, uh, did anyone pick anything up this week? Uh, Yeah. Many people. Yes. Everyone jumped on it. Except for? Except for Roger Riott, (laughs) who's laying low. No pickups from Roger Riott. We're going to go in order, draft order, obviously, order of importance, starting with D'Angelo. Picked up, did pick up two games. Is he the only one to pick up two games? I think I bid on two things, but D'Angelo picked up both No More Heroes 3 and Battletoads. So I don't know how I feel about that. I'm trying to see how much money he has left, trying to get, ooh. And he's spent $6 between the two of them. Maybe a one and a five, who knows. Yeah. I think I told him No More Heroes 3, and I'm like, and I might have also told him I put some $1 bids out there. Maybe he bid five on my one. Hard to say. <clears throat> I don't want to get too, you know, inside baseball on this. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> Racer X, Robert Race. Uh, only picked up Call of Duty 2020, which I thought someone drafted. But maybe we just talked we, about we it. We were talking about it. We were talking about the legality of it. Right. We came to terms with it was okay. 
It was like that soccer game. Oh. FIFA? No, the <laughs> um, the Ubisoft one. That's a soccer game? I think I know what you're talking about, but... It's the, the soccer derby one? game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, multiplayer game? Bleeding Edge. The, uh, the free-to-play game. Oh, it's free-to-play. Yeah, yeah. That's why it was controversial. Uh, speaking of controversial, Nicholas Cartier, a man who's... He's no stranger to the Fantasy Critic League, one of the longest reigning members of the <laughs> of the league. I've been around the block. You picked up one thing. Yeah. One thing that maybe, even though Roger Riott has backpedaled now and said it might not launch, for, for like two years told me launching with the PS5 would be Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. I did it. Horizon First Dawn, probably. I did, I, I did it so he couldn't. Did it, exclusively? Is that why? Because <laughs> you know, like six months from now, he's going to be like, ah. Mm-hmm. Well played. I mean, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But like, if it does, like, ha <laughs> Roger Riott picked up nothing. And I picked up uh, Windjammers 2. Dandai Namco! Exclamation point. I don't want to cheat the people of that name. <laughs> Windjammers 2, which I almost drafted, but I was like, no one cares about Windjammers 2. Um, I do feel like I bid on two things, and when I look at what other people picked up, the only thing I might have bid that dollar on was, I think, No More, no, no More Heroes 3, which I yeah. think is a quality pickup. Yeah. But then again, look at how I scored last year. Who cares what I really think? And that's been the pickup list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So we haven't really got to talk, Cartier. Me yeah. and you sitting at a table talk about what we've been playing lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a big list of things me and you have both been playing. Um, feels like I'm missing a segment here. Feels like I'm missing a segue into the longest running, uh, most highly anticipated, you know. Almost episodic. Almost episodic. It's like they can't miss you if you don't leave segment of the year. And that is this week in gaming. It's going to be this whole quarter. It's been like three months, I feel like. It's not been, but Shenmue, I haven't talked about that much on here. I'm not even going to spend that much time today on it because there's so many games I have played in December, I feel. See, like, I didn't even realize the other day when we were at the when we were doing the draft that you had played Wadham. That's how Wadham. much we have not talked about yeah, video games. exactly. So, And you're like, Nick, I have three, I have three save states. <laughs> it's co-op. That's why I'm like, I have different playthroughs of different people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's good like that. So there's a lot of things to talk about. Um, And there's two things I want to start with, Cartier, that I don't have that much to say about, but it's because I didn't play them, but I did see them, and I would like to talk about them. Um, Things I've seen played recently of note, because I bought Sayonara Wild Hearts, and I watched Olivia play the beginning of that. And uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, I forget who made it, but it's published by Annapurna, who... Um, published Wadham. They also published Outer Wilds I talked about. It was the space exploration game. Yeah. Um, definitely a way different game. I think before I saw it actually played, I thought it was like a rhythm racing game. But it's just really musically and visually satisfying. <laughs> it's like aggressive camera changes it expects you to keep up with. It's kind of an infinite runner where you, it's hard to call it a racer because um, I... From what I saw, I'm sure you get, like, boosts, and it, they give you more powers as you go on. Very early on when I saw it, I plan on actually playing it, because it's on that PS4. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I would maybe call it a weird 
musical infinite runner. It's really great though. It's like I feel like I'm doing a disservice just calling it that because uh, what it's doing visually is super interesting and it's like also telling a story through these stages seemingly. Um, but worth looking into. Sign our Wild Hearts. I think I got it for under $20 on the sale, but it's probably $20 regular. But then, Cartier, and this leads into the first thing you actually played, I did see the first few hours of a uh, friend of the podcast, Kyle Melville, playing Jedi Fallen Order. I know you've been streaming it. I haven't got to see any of you playing yet. But I did get a notification after the fact <laughs> <laughs> that you had indeed been streaming. But you've done it like three times. Um, like I said, I saw a lot of the beginning of it. I was really impressed by some of those beginning cinematics and just how they like paint the universe. Because yeah. I am, as we both are, like... Star Wars nerd enough to be like, yes. Like, uh Tell me how you feel about actually playing the beginning of this game, Mr. Cartier, and how far are you? I don't even know. Um, so I'm a little bit farther than Kyle is because um, I was talking to him about the puzzle that he's stuck on. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah. But, um, no, dude, it's, um, it's fun. I've been playing it on Jedi Master, so, like, that's the one, like, not the hardest, but, like, right before. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's been pretty fun. It's been on. I've been getting my ass kicked a lot. There's um, I guess there's a. Uh, you play like the whole beginning. So like the beginning is um, I don't want to like super spoil the game, but pretty much like the way it like shows you like how like the mechanics of the worlds work and how like, you know, you can't really fall off of something when you're balancing on it, but it's like you can like lead yourself into it. Yeah. And there's like this like little robot who's like. Yes. I, I, he's sick. The BB-8? Not BB-8. It's a... Uh, no, it's, um... Oh, what is his name? B-something, I, I think. B-2! No. It's something. R-2. <laughs> but yes. Oh, man. I can't remember. I like that robot, too. I saw Kyle... I did see Kyle gain the robot, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Very beginning. Nah, I like him. He's cool. I, um... So it's like, you know how, um, you use him to go down the zip lines? Mm-hmm. So the first time I went yes. to go, first time I go to go fucking do it, I'm just like, yeah, like I can go down the go down the zip line. I jump and I like overshoot it because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go like halfway down and he's gonna like hoop off of my shoulder, right? And I died. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like respawned on the side of that cliff and I was like, all right. Oh my god! But no, um, I like the, I don't know, I like it. It's, um, it's kind of got, like, a little Sekiro feel to it, but, like, it doesn't make me want to not play that game. <laughs> that's, that's so, good. <laughs> so it's been, it's been fun. I enjoy the deflection a lot. In the very beginning, there's a part where, uh, people are pulled from a bus, because I think Inquisitors, is that what they're called, are looking mm-hmm. for, um... Yeah, the second the sister. Jedi. I just like how they paint the world immediately. I mean, it is pretty fast, like, I didn't watch that much of this game, but yeah. still... No, it, like, it gets to the point, like, pretty quick. I, I enjoyed that. There wasn't a lot of, like, dicking around. Yeah. There's a little bit of dicking around. Right. <laughs> I'm officially BD1. Yeah. Hey, I need to know the name of that droid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're done with it. <laughs> no. Yeah, BD1, so great. No, uh, I love him. You immediately... God, who'd you... I guess it's, like, reminiscent of uh, 3PO talking to R2. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, 3PO's clearly understanding him. And you get that with a few other humans. I just like how, right off rip, like, the first interaction with them, it's like, he makes noises and you understand him. Yeah. And you respond, you know, I just love that shit in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just love the droids in Star Wars, I think. I do. 
And the new Star Wars movie, there's one that's like, stole the show for me. Ooh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, man. Uh, for the people at home, star rating for the new, for episode nine. For me? Yeah. Oof, I'm, uh, I'm not allowed to. I want to see it again. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I've, I've been, um, I've been, like, people have asked me, like, you know, like, what would you rate it? I'm like, I'm not reading it until I see it again. Because, yeah. like, I liked it. It was a good movie. I just like to watch it again. That's good. Exciting. BD1. So you're playing Fallen Order. Yeah. What are you, about six hours, you think? Uh, a little bit, yeah. It's, um... I'd say maybe I'm about, like, six hours in... But no, I've been um I've been to like a couple different pr- planets too. Nice. So there's uh there's like two planets that you can go to right off a rip when you do the whole like pretty much like getting the robot like quest and like the whole like story part of it. Yeah. But um you can either go to Dathomir, which is like the planet that like Darth Maul's from, or you can go to this one called Zepho. And um I was like yeah, so I'm gonna go to da- I'm gonna go to Dathomir because like that's sick, and I died a lot on Dathomir. There's this like <laughs> it's like the first thing you encounter is just a big boy, and I could probably take him now. I haven't been back there, but like yeah, it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was rough. It was it was hard for me. But no, there's um the way I've been thinking about this is like this game like reminds me of like a traditional like Zelda game, except for I'm going like world to world. Because, nice. like, it's, like, it's puzzles, you know? Mm-hmm. Classic. Everyone it's, loves it's puzzle. It's puzzles and exploring. But you're a Jedi, and you're also <laughs> killing things. Good shit. You're fighting the good fight. Uncharted 4 coming to... <laughs> but, yeah, no, I was um I was playing that game, and I ran into Forrest Whitaker. So, spoiler. <laughs> oh, he's there. He's been in the trailers. You got spoiled by yeah. that a long time ago, No, folks. I know. Good times. Nice. It was like I had forgotten that he, um, I'd forgotten that he was even in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. <laughs> and the first time you see him, this is, this is like actual spoilers for this game. Right. It's like the first time you see him, there's a part in this game where like you have to scale up a fucking AT-AT on Kashyyyk. Yeah. And, uh, I scale yes, up that thing, I go inside of there, I kill all the stormtroopers inside of the AT-AT, I start piloting the AT-AT, yes. I'm destroying all the fucking Imperial shit, and then, um, out of nowhere, it's just fucking Saw Gerrera, just, like, on, like, some sort of vine, <laughs> just, like, on the windshield, just like, who are you? And I was like, oh, yeah. Huh. I was like, oh, yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Better call Saul. Good shit. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, it's fun. I'm I'm having a good time playing it. You're loving it. It's like You're I want to I want to play it, but I also want to stream it. But like, sometimes I play that game and I don't stream it. Sometimes you just want to play it. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty <coughs> it's a pretty like linear path, right? Yeah, there's um there's like different paths that you like when you're on a planet. There's like the map, like you you've seen the map, right? Where it's like it'll show you like paths you can't go down, paths yes. you can and stuff. Yes, yes. It's kind of like Metroid. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta do, have a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Do a certain but it's, thing. um, I was talking with, uh, Benny about it, and what he was telling me is, like, you will be going back to planets, like, multiple, because, like, I've hit some, like, points on planets where it's, like, there's, like, whatever you swing on hanging from a ceiling, if it's a vine or if it's, like, a plug or something, because, like, that's how games work. Yeah. But, um, it's, like, too far away. 
and then I hit another point that was like the same thing except for like different environment and I was like alright I'm seeing something nice so like I, I imagine I'll be able to double jump at some point or something or oh, like yeah. for, or like force jump you know that's what that's what I was thinking cause like the wall running in that bit. game yes dude yes. the wall running in that game is like I, I enjoy it it felt like you were definitely gonna have a double jump yeah I hit this one like it was just like do 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 like bat like zigzagging back and forth and then like sliding down a thing and then grabbing a thing and swinging and then like using the force to like stop a thing. It's like badass. things like that. It makes me feel like a badass. Shenmue, Shenmue, quick time events. It's like quick time events without like them saying like square. Right. It's like you know like just figure it out while it's happening. Yeah. Good do, shit. do your best to stay in the middle. Ugh. Speaking of Star Wars Cartier, I gotta talk about the fact that. I have been playing Galaxy of Heroes Ooh. for mobile. Uh, to keep this short and sweet. This Week in Gaming is brought to you by Disney. This Week in Mobile Gaming. I didn't want... I mean, the best thing to do is transition Star Wars to Star Wars. It's all we can do here. Yeah. Uh, so Galaxy of Heroes is a turn-based... It's a series of... Oh, how do I say this? It's definitely a mobile game. Uh, it's there's there's microtransactions for crystals and assorted currencies. There are at least eight or nine different kinds of currency. Yep. Uh, there are cards. It's really you're getting these shards that activate a character. But it's essentially the way a lot of these card games would have worked on mobile. I feel like not as much now. And sometimes I'm looking for this kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you get in these characters and you continue to collect these shards because there's they can be a seven star Admiral Akbar, it can be a one star Admiral Akbar. And what's cool about this is essentially it's turn based battles, light side light side and dark side characters available, and pretty much almost all the characters in the fucking uh, Star Wars universe. Like I know they've done a lot of work in the last year, adding a lot of like first order things and just like a bunch of Bitch of shit. No Mandalorian things or anything, but... Can I, can I get Greedo? Yeah, 100% you can get Greedo. <laughs> the problem is, like, having a bounty hunter team that goes with Greedo. Yeah. Because <laughs> right now, I think I have zero bounty hunters. I only have one droid. And I really want that droid team. I have one Ewok. Uh, I'm level, like, 40-something. I've done some work on, <laughs> on Galaxy of Heroes. I would say the droid I do have, I don't know where he's from, but I'm real proud of him. <laughs> Des- describe him to me. His name is like IG-86 or something like that, but he's like a humanoid, um, think about how the buys of the droids looked in episode one, where it's like, uh, that does not compute, you're under arrest, that Ro- Roger, 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 uh, <laughs> but not painted, just like steel. Oh, nice. And with like, just like a gun, but, uh, and he has a sick ability, blah, 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 but Mace Windu's in this, like, yeah. Um, so that's all you need to know. Samuel Jackson is Saul Guerrero, and I even probably is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I actually think all of Rogue Squadron because is Chopper a droid from? I think he might be from Rebels. Yeah, I don't know, but I think I think Chopper's from Rebels. Saj Ventress, all these characters that are enticing. Oh, you know Thrawn's in this, <laughs> dude. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, please, Thrawn's crew is in this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, good shit. But at the end of the day, it is, you know, 
a money-hungry uh, Disney EA machine of microtransactions and... But you know that I love playing games like this and trying to get, like, the most out of them. <laughs> it's, it's like a weird kind of hobby, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, put me through the fucking ringer. Let's run this ringer for a while. <laughs> I, and I do genuinely enjoy, uh, like, the Galactic War mode as you unlock more <laughs> modes. and the, You know you're too deep in a mobile game when you're in, like, more than just a starting guild. <laughs> like, when you're in a, it's like, out of the starting guild, join a real guild. You're too deep. We've all been there multiple times. I think I've talked enough about it. <laughs> uh, Thrawn is there is really the exclamation point on it. But I'm enjoying it. I'm still playing it. Yeah. Um, but I am still... Olivia's like, well, you're not playing the wrestling game anymore. Still playing 80s Wrestling Mania. I don't know if you're playing it, Cartier. I go on just to get my daily bonuses. But you're still doing that much. Yeah. That's a good sign. You know, one day I'll have like a bunch of coins, and then like I may have a bunch of money, and I may be able to, like, I don't know... Buy something. Got a 2020 bonus. Also, there's a new one coming. Modern uh, Mania Wrestling. Who knows if it'll be as good? This week in mobile gaming. Cartier. Uh, Where do we go from there? Not not really much to talk about, but an anecdote. Um, Soon I'd like to talk about Need for Speed Heat, Cartier. Yeah. Uh, I played a little bit of it with Kyle. He had just bought it that day. Um, he told me that's why he stopped playing um, Fallen Order. Need for Speed Heat? <laughs> he he was, was like, I was playing it, and then I got Need for Speed Heat. Yeah, he's, he's definitely loving it. We are playing the same race over and over, trying to win. Nice. Um, and it was fun. D'Angelo Martin, friend of the podcast, I think he got some sort of Meyer or Walmart gift card, and he bought a game online. Uh, and he got Need for Speed Heat, physical copy. It came in the mail, put it in his disk drive, and he remembered that his PS4 disk drive only plays Blu-rays. So, apparently I'm getting Need for Speed Heat. I told him to try and return it. Because <laughs> I didn't necessarily want it. It was fun, though. It was good. Yeah. Uh, all that good stuff. But that's pretty much all I have to say about Need for Speed Heat. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. Uh, I gotta be in the mood for racing games, but when I'm in the mood, there's nothing like them. For realsies. Speaking of nothing like them, Cartier, there have been many pretenders. There has been much outcry. There has been much lake of outrage. But when it comes to fucking riding a bicycle in a circle... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like one man to talk to, and he is wearing an orange and blue flannel. Am I wrong? Is it orange and blue? Would you describe it? It's almost brown. Brown and blue? Brown and blue. Respect. It could be orange. Nicholas Cartier, tell me about your most recent adventures in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oof. So post game, um, pure post game, right? Yeah, post game now. It's um. So over, oof, it's been a minute. <coughs> I know. Yes. So I've been uh, I've been training some things. You know, I've been uh, I've been because like I haven't been playing it that much, but like I'll be like playing like other online games that we may talk about later, and. Nice. Uh, yes. You know, in between um rounds of that, you know, checking out a Pokemon, and um I have been like EV training something, so I like I at least have a doubles team for the most part. I'm still working on it a little bit, but it's like I've, I've been using it a little bit, so it's been like playing right. online. I've been playing online. I've been playing Battle Tower situations. Yeah, no. So um season two of the rated battle started, okay. so it's like. 
every time I win a battle, or every time, it, it's weird, because it's like it ranks up, so it's like you win one battle, you go to rank two, you win um, another battle, it sends you up to rank three, then I gotta win like two more battles, and they'll get me to rank four, or whatever, and at the end of the season or whatever, you'll get like better rewards for what rank you are, but whenever you go up, you also get rewards. For sure. So it's like, you know, if I, um, if I like lose a battle, they'll be like, hey man, here's a rare candy, thanks for playing. But if I want a battle, it's like, hey, here's uh, 20 battle points. Well, which is nice. Battle coins exclusively for. Well, battle points are used in like oh, the like the uh, ba- the battle tower. For sure. So it's like you can get them playing the battle tower, but you can also get them playing like rated battles. Do you have a current thing you're trying to look into cash in on? Oof. Yeah. Um. Yes. <laughs> this hmm. is the question. Or is it between a few things? Um. No, there's nothing really I'm looking for because I already have like the abilities that I need, so I don't have to buy like the little mints because they have these mints that'll like change your ability to a different ability. Nice. Which makes like more Pokemon viable. But may- maybe bo- maybe bottle caps. Maybe I'll send uh, them on like bottle okay. caps because those all you can use bottle caps to like raise up IVs of Pokemon. Okay. Good so, shit. So do that. But I just recently um. One thing I had totally forgotten to do, so when you uh, do the Dynamax battles, you'll get, like, items, and sometimes you'll get, like, Dynamax candies, and those will raise your level for Dynamax Pokemon, and there's, like, ten levels it can be. So I was looking at my bag, and I had, like, 221 of them, you know, because, like, I just, like, never used them, and I was thinking about it, and then I went through, like, my whole team of Pokemon, and, like, it only took, like, maybe, like, 13, because, like, some of them were, like, raid Pokemon that you catch, and, like... Those are already Dynamax, so their Dynamax level is, like, higher. It'll be, like, you know, like a 6. Right. I think my Lucario was, like, a 7. But you, they're pretty much, like, rare candies for that. So I, like, Dynamax the shit out of my Pokemon. So, yeah. in theory, they should be stronger when they're Dynamaxed than they have been. That's <laughs> what's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking Dynamax. Now, uh, one thing you didn't speak of... Was the carp? I yeah, know. No, I was um trying to segue myself into that and totally lost myself on Dynamax Pokemon. But um, there's been yeah. So there was events at carp. the uh, beginning beginning of the year, pretty much uh, like <laughs> whole, like New Year. It was like um I believe it was January first through the third. It is funny about the beginning of the year because it's just like yeah we're in it. I know. No, we're literally it's the like first three day, days of day the year. Fi- day five right now. I'm talking about the beginning of the year. Yeah. We're like five days in. We're past it. It's basically 2021. <laughs> but <laughs> no, they had a they had a cool event that was like I had never thought that they could do something like this. But it was um inside of your raids that you have inside the wild wild area, there was a six percent chance of it being a Magikarp over like anything else. Because like certain ra- like certain dens will have like certain Pokemon in there. People have found out. For sure. So it's like only like certain dens where you can find like certain like Gigantamax Pokemon, which is a whole different fucking thing. Are we talking about a Gigantamax Magikarp, by the way? No, this okay. is just a regular Magikarp. I didn't think so. Yeah. Then I, okay, continue. Sorry. But um, so there's a six percent chance for it to be a Magikarp, and then on top of that, once it was a Magikarp, there was like a thirteen percent chance it was a shiny, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, in, like, the first four, I found my shiny Magikarp. And I've, like, seen people online with just, like, teams of... Literally... So the title screen is, um... When it goes to the title screen, it's, like, you standing in a stadium when you start up the game. And it'll show your most recent team that you used inside of the stadium. 
So, like, there's people's startup screens that are just, like, six golden Magikarps just, like, flopping behind you while you're standing <laughs> in the middle of the stadium. That's so And crazy. the crowd's just, like, cheering. Cartier, my rough math, I didn't... Earlier we were talking about it, and I'm like, I don't know the math, but now that you said it again, I gotta say, if it's, like, one set, it's... It's gotta be, like... A 0.8% chance of hitting a fucking shiny Magikarp in there, then. That's still good. That's still so good. 13% of the six. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, I mean, you just, like, don't go... You just don't go to a raid that's not a Magikarp. Just wait for one to pop up. I guess it's, like, a 1 in 100 chance, and there's way worse chances in Pokemon. Well, it's, like... So, the... The multiplayer for Pokemon is, like, real shitty. Like, I'll say that much. Because, um... So in 6th gen, they had this thing called the, uh, I think it was the PSS, and it was, like, probably the sweetest that they've ever had, like, online interactions in the Pokemon game, and this game is totally not that. This game is, like, you go onto there, and then once you get connected to the internet, you open up the, like, pretty much, like, the internet menu for it, and it's got, like, different options, and you can search for, like, these stamps, and these stamps come up randomly. It's not like you're in a lobby with people. They just, like, randomly show up from, like, certain Pokemon games that have people that are, like, doing stuff. So if someone's doing, like, a raid, it won't show up for every person that's online. It'll only show up for, like, however they have it set up. It's really weird, mm. and it's, like, they don't work half the time. Whoa. Yeah. You're it's just it. like you <laughs> you can't you can't update it until like it lets you update it, and I don't know what the parameters of that is. It's like sometimes it's like you can update it like right after like you can press X to update like two times in a row, and other times it's like yeah, dude, I guess you're just gonna like wait a half hour or like find something else to do because like, Ooh. yeah, but you don't have to do that for like the battling. That's for, like, the trading and, like, pretty much it's easy, like, when you're doing, like, the surprise trades because you, like, that's, I usually use a surprise trade. The wonder to, like, tra- trade? Yeah, well, no, it's not a wonder trade anymore. Okay. But, uh. I need to know that. I know, it's surprise trade. <laughs> you had to crack that shell. They, I don't know why they changed it, mm. but, uh, it's pretty much a wonder trade, but, um, I usually use that to try and, like, push my game into, like, where, like, alright, I can reset it. Nice. And then maybe get some stamps to maybe like go into a raid maybe to maybe go into a Magikarp raid and maybe find a shiny one. The event's over. <laughs> <laughs> but my stamps. My stamps. Can I get stamps as I leave? Uh, so good. So, Cartier, what are you currently working on in Pokemon? What's the current, current, current right now? I think you just told me to in real life. Yeah. So, uh... The Dropovic. What's that name? Oh, yeah, no, I, um... I was doing a Wonder Trade, and I ended up getting a... I don't even know how to pronounce this Pokemon. It's like Hatterini or whatever. But it was from Spain, so I was like, I could probably get a shiny of that. Because I've been running around with a shiny of that. Well, not a shiny of that, but, like... I think I'm maybe, like, 20 eggs in. Spanish Hatterine. For, like, a Pokemon that, like, I literally don't care about. But maybe you'll grow to love. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I already have three of them, but none of them are shiny. They're not special. (laughs) 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 Oh, anything else you got for me? Sword and shield. Um. I've been enjoying playing it online 
just to see like oh, right. try and like scout out like what the current meta is because like there you know there's only 400 Pokemon in this game. Not even 400. It'll be 400 whenever Pokemon Home comes comes out. There's only one Garchomp. See in this game? I, he's not. Refund. Wild. <laughs> we want refunds. But no, my uh, my little ghost dragon guy, like, he's sick. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes me think... Ghost dragon. I don't know. It makes me it makes me think about future Pokemon games and what might be coming out. An all-ghost game. <laughs> no? Probably not. Good point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A bunch of uh, ghost mix Pokemon and it's just, like, one tower filled with that. Give us another haunted tower. No. Give us another haunted tower. <laughs> give me a give me a mod of the Friday the thirteenth game, but Whoa. instead of Jason, it's a beware. Whoa. Uh there's a plushie of beware in this house. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Yay. Good times. Oh my god, Cartier. Uh pick a number one through four. Three. Nice. The next game we're talking about, Swaddle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good choice. <laughs> so finally, the much anticipated. Uh, wait, was there anything else you want to say about Pokemon? I'm sorry. Um, make it a great day or not. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of making a great day, probably song of the week this week, the theme song to Wadam. Uh, Watam finally came out. I'm gonna say it once, right at the beginning. That way, I can say it how I want for the rest of it. Yeah. Watam finally came out December 14th or something like that. The exact same day, Untitled Goose Game come up, came out on PS4. Yep. Forgot about that. Uh, not to talk about Untitled Goose Game for too long, but it's exactly what you want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking around. Yeah, fuck. Forget what I'm for like. <laughs> you honking around. You stealthing around as a goose. You can pretty much. These are your options. My sister's like, "What is that game?" I'm like, "Well, you're a goose, and you could do basically these things: honk." <laughs> uh, and grab things, which could be anything. Uh, it could be a walkie-talkie, <laughs> and then you can put the other walkie-talkie close to them, sneak away, and honk. You can <laughs> steal the keys out of people's pockets, scare old ladies. Uh, in the begin, for instance, the very first thing, it's like there's items. You know, you can pick things up, but people hate you, and they don't want you to steal your shit. Obviously, they will steal it back if they f- see a goose. F- Stealing food items and putting it on a picnic blanket. Yeah. <laughs> trying to have a picnic. Uh, so there's that. My favorite first mission from the first round is uh, put the rake in the lake. <laughs> just <laughs> steal the gardener's rake, just drag it. All you can do is drag that bitch, drag it straight into the lake. Even after you figured out that I was putting shit certain places, you never found that rake. <laughs> So that's Untitled Goose Game. Uh, and I got a few levels in, but then I did not beat it yet. Yeah. Distracted by some other games, such as, on the same day, Wadham came out. Wadham. The man that made Katamari made this game. We got that out of the way. Now we can actually talk about the game. <laughs> you play as the mayor. Uh, and why it's hard to... Why, even though this is like a weird game, once the mechanics are explained to you, why it's still always been kind of confusing and hard to pitch is... The whole story is about what happened. It's like, what is this game actually about? It's like, it is... I don't mean it to sound like a cop-out, but it is like clouded in mystery. Like, what actually happened that made the mayor alone? Like, there was an explosion? Question mark? Is not that, like, you know, 
It's not an explanation to how this man, who has a bomb under his hat for some reason, that he didn't know was there, and people love the explosion of, (laughs) how this man became lonely. Uh, But it's... Wadham is a game about uh, bringing people together through friendship, for sure, through, like, happiness. It's it's a really positive game. It's, like, over overwhelmingly positive. Like, you're just a big mouth. Oh my, okay, so everything has legs and is an object. Like, the mayor's just a cube, a green cube. Uh, shout out to some of my favorite characters, who all have names. You can take control of all these different characters. You're not just the mayor. Hmm. Uh and when you're playing co-op, both of you can be switching around all these different fucking characters. And even the landmaster on top of it is a character and also has a name. Uh, and every time a new one of those comes back, it's like, welcome back, like bowling or whatever. <laughs> welcome back, bench. That's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's a big simulation game because, you know, you get all these characters and even switching around between them, they're all in real time, you know. The mouth wants to eat the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you leave those people alone, there was one time where uh, where there's basically a, a tree on some of the main like land masses. Uh, they each have a different tree that does something different, turn you into like a vegetable. They eat you and they like fruit you out, uh, just like the mouth eats and poops you out. And then D'Angelo's favorite, the toilet. Uh, I didn't even tell Olivia. Can you hear this right now, Olivia? I, I'm playing co-op. I played co-op with Olivia and D'Angelo. It was very fun. With I want to play with you also, Cartier, because everyone does it a little differently. Yeah. Uh, specifically, I will say, D'Angelo loved being the toilet. <laughs> Once he was the toilet, he wouldn't switch out from it, because uh, you flush things down the toilet, and they come out of the chimney golden, <laughs> no matter what it is. <laughs> so he wanted to turn every single thing golden. Um, but yeah, no, playing co-op with different people was fun, <laughs> like how much fuckery there was because there's a lot of you just stack people and shit and you just fuck around and yeah. <laughs> some people have different weird abilities, some don't. Shout out to the nose who I think was named Frankie because he's just a big nose with long legs and his like his natural stride of walking is hilarious to me. It's just a big fun sandbox, Wadham, and it's not like I mean, I've seen it get as low as like 6.5s, and as high as, like, 8.5s. Like, I think it's a hard game to rate. You're either in, in it or you're not. There is a good story. I enjoyed the story of Bottom. Like I said, I have beaten it probably... It's hard to say may, how long the game's going to take. Mainlining it maybe, like, four hours? I don't know. Yeah. But if you're, like... I wanted to, I did want to see the end, but if you're going in to beat it, I don't even know if that's the way to think about it. I love how it delivers the missions, though, the actual next objective in the story. It's, like... Kind of telling you, not telling you. It is like a kid's game, though, so it's not like it's hard to figure out. Yeah. There is something usually in the top right corner that's like, three poops, question mark? And you know what I mean? It's like, make three poops. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but overall, it's great. It's got a lot of heart. Um, people that d- don't like like the... Of like banjo and ukulele and like... Some of those weird noises... Uh, might not like Wadham. Wadham's either weird noises or sometimes just like kids, like laughter and shit like that. Yeah. For like people's voices. Um, shout out to the sun. The sun was a great character too. Um, one of the best suns I've seen since Teletubbies, which was a, you know, a top sun. 
<laughs> Wild has been good. Uh, Cartier, I'm excited for you to play it. Yeah. The, the simplicity of it and everything, it's so good. If I can talk about one last little thing about Wadham. This game, it's mostly you being able to hold hands, which are controlled by different buttons, which sounds like weird, and like how much can you really do with it? But also, the complexity of, as one person, making six different AI characters hold hands by switching to them, making in a circle, it's fucking weirdly hard sometimes. <laughs> like, oh shit, it's like, stay in the fuck still when I switch off you toilet. Toilet wants to flush the poop. Um, but one thing I want to talk about is, so, when the mayor takes his hat off and makes everyone explode, everyone has this weird, like, what's that? cat with the rainbow trail. It's, you're fucking just going through the air. Oh, yeah. You can go for as long as you want. It's depend- you know, it's based on the right stick. If you want to just go up in the air and come right down while the other characters, you know, whoever you're controlling. Or you can make it go on forever. But once you're on the ground, it's the stupidest thing to talk about. I just love it. <laughs> once you're on the ground, you have to kind of stop for a second and they stand up and they're like dizzy. And sometimes they puke, but they're just dizzy, and then you can be them again. But if you don't let that happen, if you don't let them get to their feet and you're just on the ground, you can continue to just, like, hold the right stick and just ragdoll physics around, which is funny when you're a cube. You're just, like, a rolling fucking cube trying to get your hat back. You can switch hats with people. Cartier, Wadham was good, I gotta say. What's your, what's your favorite hat? Oh, man, it's like honest-to-God spoilers. <laughs> But, okay, uh, the less spoilery one, ask me after the podcast, I'll tell you what the real favorite hat is, and you'll be like, oh, that is kind of spoilers. My second one, which is still kind of deeper in the game, but there's a lighthouse one, where it's like, you put it on, it's like, just a a beam of light. That's actually one of the things I love. There's people with abilities that don't really matter that much, and some you might use for a main objective, for a side thing. There's a fan which you can just turn on and then everyone just gets blown over. It's just a fucking... It's just, just a big fuck-around box, you know? It's yeah. It's so good. Um, and I'm never... Pl- I remember... I think at one point, D'Angelo loves to rib me for, like, the easy platinum. Because all my platinums are, like, <laughs> Donut County and, like, Life is Strange. Not hard platinums. Uh, I will never platinum. What time? I looked at the fucking achievements. I'm like, No. <laughs> Probably never. There's a few things where I'm like, no, I just can't do it. Uh, exciting though. Favorite hat, got to be the lighthouse. Favorite um, smaller landmass because you can like take a bunch of characters. Because so you're controlling one, but you can like hold hands with like the nose and the strawberry and just drag them with you onto a landmass. Zoom out, you are that landmass, and then you can like move in the universe, like, in the galaxy, if you kind of how it feels like, to a different, larger landmass. Because there's four main ones. It's spring, summer, winter, fall, autumn. And then there's all the little ones, like, Bowling Alley and Bench. But there's one that's, um, just a little fucking, like, ship you'd see in a little kid's, like, bathtub. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> it's like, hop on the pirate ship. Well, Tom. I probably couldn't rate it, Cartier. <laughs> like... I don't even know. It's it's hard to hold up to it. It's everything I wanted it to be, though. I'm not disappointed by it at all. It has some... When you do unlock a new... Not the land masses, but the smaller, like the... You know, like there's also a rubber duck. <laughs> Large rubber duck. Some of the bigger things like that. Um, it's like... 
a portal opens up in the galaxy, and they, like, swim through it, this huge thing, and then with it are, like, some smaller characters in it, you know, it'd be like, like, school, welcome back, school desk, and on it is, like, ruler, pencil, <laughs> notebook, <laughs> and paperclip, or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they all come in, uh, that's where Wadham does have a little bit of, I'm playing on the PS4 Pro also, but that's where it has a little bit of, like, stuttering, it's like, and it's always when a new thing comes in, even when I try to do other, like, things that might be taxing the system, which... Honestly, I, I'm not trying to defend it, but I do understand it's a big simulation game. Yeah. And it's kind of surprisingly big, like, all the different things. Because it's one thing when you, like, have one block of land, but when you have, like, 15, four of them larger, and then you're like, where the fuck is the mayor? And then, you, for some reason, the rubber duck has got, like, half of the cast on it and is just, like, AI, like, traveling somewhere. In the, you're like, okay, come back, duck. <laughs> I need the mayor in his hat for a second. Uh, but it has a it definitely has some technical issues when those things come in. And I did like read a tweet from uh, Takahashi at one point. He's like, "Please come PS5." So like it, it's weirdly, even though it's like a weird quirky indie game, it is a simulation game with a lot of fucking working parts and pieces. And it's gonna run better on the PS5. <laughs> like it really will. Yeah. So that would be cool to see. And at that point. Because people did take some... They, reviews definitely hit that hard. I'm like, oh, I can't even speak on how it's running on other things. Maybe it's even worse. Because on the Pro, for me, it's just when new things enter. Yeah. <sighs> but then, you know, it happens. And it almost feels like loading. It doesn't feel like something's going wrong. You know? Yeah. Good times. What, Tom? Cartier, uh, from holding hands to boots on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Is it... Is this Modern Warfare again? It's Call of Duty. Yeah. Modern Warfare. That's the whole title. Yes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just Gears now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tell me about your experience. Another thing you're probably playing online. Yeah, no, I've just, um, I played a little bit of the campaign of it, but, like, I never played the campaign of Call of Duty games, which is, like, apparently people like them, so whatever. But, um, no, I, I usually just play for the multiplayer, but I am playing it for the multiplayer. How's it been? What's your KDR, bud? Oh, I have no idea. Just joking. I do know like, that I do. <laughs> I one thing I do like over um, Apex Legends is the fact oh. that like I'm not having like five six minute like life or death matches with like another person. It's like a you know <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> you know someone's not trying to like hunt me down seventeen minutes into a game. That, like, I can only possibly live once. It's like, I get shot in the head, and I respawn, and I get shot in the head, and I respawn again, and then, like... Much faster transactions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's more... Interactions. It's It takes less to kill someone. Which right. Is, which is nice, but it's, like, also the same, like, it takes less for people to kill you. Yeah, I guess there's less times in Apex where you get the satisfaction of one long headshot, right? Because yeah. it's health there's like, it, like it's, it's possible, but I mean, like... With the right circumstances. With, like, a Kraber. Maybe with some warming up. <laughs> no, just with, like, a... Just, like, the golden... There's, like, a golden weapon. Oh, okay. For that, sure. like, could probably do it, but, like... Yeah, no, it's like, I don't know, it's just, like, people aren't, like, healing up and stuff. Like, there are ways that, like, you know, like, you get hit by a grenade and, like, your vision is, like, school, school, school. And, like, there's, like, perks where you can be, like, like, stick in the thigh. You're you're all good, you know? 
Super potions. <laughs> we, we all love it. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, Far Cry is all about breaking your fingers back into place. Yeah. Or no, just wrapping that hand. Exactly. Which is like, I always think, I think I thought it was clever. Before, I, like, when I played pieces of Far Cry, watching other people play Far Cry, and it probably is clever, but last year I played five. What was that? 2019 or 20? I don't know, but I played all five. That's most I've ever played of a Far Cry. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed my time with it. I love a good open world game. But, it's fucking a lot of hours of fucking cracking those fingers. <laughs> <just> <laughs> an- animations. Pouring the water on it? What is, is that also Far Cry? Well, that's the thing. That's Who's like, in Apex Legends, it's just like, you know, like water. you pull out like a fucking coffee canister pretty much and they're just like <laughs> scoop, boop, 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 you know oh I love watching you do it's projectiles and the health shit and like whoosh, the shields yeah shit's satisfying to me <laughs> <laughs> it's the real a- ASMR just fucking the apex oh that's what we gotta make of oh, just those sound effects trying to isolate them yep that'd be so good that'd we can good. do it with footage you already have I know sure. there's a lot there's a lot to work with dude it's a good idea. Live on the podcast. <laughs> oh, so one mode I did play. So usually I play like, I'll do like, I don't know, I'll just go into like random multiplayer. So like it'll either be, sometimes I play them hardcore, which is like it doesn't give you the map and like, like right off rip. Like if someone has like a UAV online where it like shows where all the people are with like the red mm-hmm. dots, yeah. then the map will pop up. But other than that, like the map's not there and you can kill your like teammates on accident. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but there's also casual where it's like you can't kill your teammates and it gives you a map. They both offer two different things. <laughs> I enjoy, I enjoy, uh, uh, we were playing, it was me, Robert, and Benny, and we were playing, and, um. Oh, Ro- Robert of the Fantasy yeah. Critic 2020 League? Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But Razor X. Razor X. But, um, no, we were playing it, and, um, I get down to my spot where I'm, like, waiting for a motherfucker to walk around a corner, and Benny just, like, walks up to me, and he walks in front of me, and he just, like, crouches down, and he's like, hey, I found Nick, and it's like, I can kill him. <laughs> so I killed him. Did you? He's on my team. Nice. Yeah. Oh, right. Obviously, he's like, oh, man. Good times. And you killed him. <laughs> or, like... Right when the match <laughs> starts off, and Robert's just like, boom, kills me and Benny. Same. <laughs> Good times. Good times. And that's Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, uh, I haven't streamed it yet, but... Is there plans? I mean, probably not. I don't know if people would watch it, but... It's a lot of, a lot, a lot of me saying, motherfucker, you know? Oh, I know. Or like, a well-placed son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Cartier, next week's bonus episode might be um, the 2019 Fantasy Critic Review. I don't know if we're going to get to it today, man. Yeah? The trophy ceremony? We'll just have to have the winner come back next week. Yeah. Because there's still many games to get through. (coughs) A few of them I want to talk a lot about. Cartier, my friend Pedro, another thing I played with uh, Kyle, Mr. Yeah. Kyle Melville, uh, something we had seen, if you remember the Devolver E3, last two years I think, but it's you, 2D, running, doing Matrix flips and corkscrews, shooting guns, uh, 
while a banana narrates it. It's really good. Uh, there's no real story to it. It's super arcadey levels, jumping off shit, slowing down time. Yeah. Controlling, controlling the the slowdown of time mixed with where you're shooting with the two different sticks and the two different arms. Pretty sweet. Uh, pretty much, from what I understood, I just cor- wanted to corkscrew out of everything. Because why wouldn't you be corkscrewing also? Which is holding another button, but still. like <laughs> You should probably corkscrew all the time. Because you can stand still and just corkscrew, and that's how you avoid bullets. Uh, but I don't have much to say about my friend Pedro, but from Devolver. We're a Devolver family. We like Devolver here. Yeah. Uh, Throwing it out there, really enjoyed it. It was on Game Pass, so I played on Xbox. Weird. Also played Need for Speed Heat on Xbox. Weird. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. I browsed all of Game Pass and uh, trying to make Kyle play a game that he wouldn't have otherwise. And the Disney Afternoon Collection was downloading. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, man, played my friend Pedro. I think he liked it. He seemed mildly entertained, Cartier. <laughs> Speaking of mildly entertained, I was at Walmart, Cartier. Yes. What's the deal with... No, uh, what's the deal with Jerry Seinfeld these days, Cartier? Um. What's the deal? No, that's not a real question. I was at Walmart, <laughs> and I was looking at discounted video games as I'm known to do. Uh, and I saw WWE 2K19 for $10, physical in my hands that day. So I did it, I bought it, I brought it home. I'm like, it can't be as broken as 20. Probably isn't, but it's real bad. Sum it up real quick, Cartier. I mean, it's real... Oh, I say it's real bad. I'm still enjoying it. I love pro wrestling and pro wrestling games. But this is what I mean officially. I'm, I don't want to talk too much about this at all, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's bad because... So, just as someone checking back in, who did play... I think I played some of 15's storyline on Xbox, like Tom's, but been playing wrestling games my whole life, creating characters, uh, just starting from there. If you just turn on this game, as some people do, and you're like, before I do anything, I'm just going to create my first character, especially because if I can use it in the storyline, blah, 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 and you go to it, and there's like, all these things, all these moves, all this attire, all these things, just like in the other created characters, but they're all locked. The signs. And I'm like, you have to unlock all of the signs. <laughs> Some things, like, as many signs as you want. Uh, <laughs> but so many of them are locked. I'm like, whoa, locked behind storyline progression? That's crazy. And I remember the review sentence that it, 2K19 looked like it was designed with microtransactions involved, but with the microtransactions taken out. In 2020, uh, and this came out, what, 2018? 2019, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but modern day, those microtransactions are totally there. Um Everything is in loot packs. The moves, if you're creating a move set, like, as far as, like, front grapples, anyone familiar with creating characters, with front grapples, front strong grapples, there's, like, a, you have, like, six choices. Out of, like, I'm sure they have 250 fucking front grapples, quick grapples, like, if they have, like, a hundred something different hair choices, there are seven available to you in the beginning, and one of them is long. Oh, man. Like, like, so all that <clears throat> having to be unlocked, even shit I don't care about, like shit I could work around, like entrance parts, like, hey, if you want to come out and the first third of it looks like this person, not even like a special person. Cartier, here's my biggest problem 
with how they did just the microtransactions. You could have done this, but you have to make it feel like it's extra. Fake extra is what this is supposed to be about. What you did is, we've been giving you 20 pieces of ham for fucking 20 years, but now we're giving you two pieces of ham, and you have to fucking randomly get this other pieces of ham. And it just doesn't make sense to me, because we always had those 20 pieces of ham. What you need to do is take those 20 pieces of ham, and the last five you cut in half. Yeah, I mean, so like, we got 20 pieces of ham, but look at these five special extra hams. You, Whatever you need to do. Alternative costumes, not like the regular shit. Not like regular knee pads. So there should not be, there should not be fucking like nine-tenths of the knee pads to fucking be unlocked through loot, loot shit. Like, oh man, it's fine. It's fine, character. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me. There was better ways to have done it if you want to do it shitty like that. That's how I feel. I know 2K is real bad for it in general. I mean, but just, just wait for the AEW game to come out. For real. Ukes left. Ukes good? I don't know. Ukes with AEW now? Here's the thing, Cartier. All, all of that being, like, fucking said. All that's whatever. Uh, my other biggest problem is how just bad it looks. Like, if you were doing all this and trying to be money-grubbing and all these things, but, like, D'Angelo put it best. He plays a lot of 2K basketball. plays a lot of NBA 2K. He's like, look at how Becky Lynch looks. In 2K19, Dan, WWE 2K19, look how Becky Lynch looks. We're talking, like, uh, the year she's on the cover of Sports Illustrated, the year that women main event WrestleMania for the first time, and she uh, wins that match, um... Uh, the year that she's like more on top. People are comparing her to Stone Cold. That's how on top of the wrestling business she is as a woman. The man Becky Lynch. Look at how her character model looks. Now think about like LeBron in 2K, Dan. I'm like, yeah. LeBron model looks real good. Yeah. And just like little things like that. If if it, uh, it just doesn't seem like as much effort for upkeep and or just, it's just not the same. You know what I mean? It's not as good. Yeah. Forget about the actual glitches and the ropes, which are hilarious. I've always liked, since they ju- started doing it with 2K, the ropes have been like a weird physics problem that I've loved. <laughs> I like now that if you power on someone too close to the ropes, it's like, whoa, look at those ropes move. <laughs> That's my shit, but... That's that, Cartier. <laughs> That's how I feel about fucking WWE 2K. Uh, what, what would you rate it? I don't know yet, I mean... The other thing is, I'm thank God there's just a story mode. Wrestling fans need to be thankful we have a game at all. That's the sad thing of it. Like, it could be so much more, and we're just like, it's, we got one. We do have one. And the TNA game was worse, and we can all fucking admit that. <laughs> but at least they also had a story mode. At least we have a wrestling game with a story mode, because we've had that. We've not had that. When there's only one fucking game coming out every year, it's WWE's game. If they don't have a story mode that year, it's just not a thing. Uh, the problem is it hasn't improved. <laughs> like, the story modes have not improved. And at least you can give TNA credit for trying to do something weird with theirs when they had one in 0-fucking-9 or whatever. You remember when the PS2 had, like, three, four different wrestling games? Yeah, dude. Even just fucking... Yeah, the PS1? No. For, for real. Yeah. Multiple different... Multiple different options. Man. I remember the weird uh, Xbox... Legends of Wrestling? Oh my god, that was a weird one. Didn't I, had, um, I didn't love that. What one was Thunder? 
oh, and WCW, th- when there was just another wrestling company to put out games, yeah. Cartier, when there was just WCW games, ECW's game on N64. Yes. And NWO. Yeah, yeah, still WCW, but WCW's NWO is a game. A springboardy game. It's the first game I ever played where you could springboard to the outside. I'm like, sick. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta pick. I forget, uh, Hayabusa's in that game, but his name isn't Hayabusa. I think it's like Hannibal. But he's one of the ma- one of the two masked guys. Yeah. Xbox in that game is six. Good shit. Um, I wish 2K19 was better. If AEW comes out with the game, I'll be buying it anyways. But I would love for it to be... A good game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a new look on it, you know what I mean? Something that's got heart. Yeah. I don't know. But you can't really blame whoever's still making this at 2K or even Ukes because... It's like on record that it's like the WWE and probably people at 2K that are like want this yearly. And I think that's why Ukes just left. Yeah. Right before the the buggiest WWE game in recent memory launches. But we were playing 19, so whatever. <clears throat> Cartier. Yes. Speaking ill of the WWE is sacrilegious. It's almost blasphemous. Which leads me <laughs> to the next game I played. Blasphemous. That's all. End of the podcast. Like, thank you all for <laughs> letting me hear that. Blasphemous 2D gothic, bloody. I don't even know what those graphics look like. It's not 8 bit. It's like early PC. Like Doom 64? Kind of. Like yeah. Goldeneye? Ah, oh, man. Like early Flash almost, but like not in a bad way, in like the most complicated early Flash. Uh,. Actually, I might show you Blasphemous before you leave. But aggressively hard platformer, like action platformer. But it's also got, you know, this combat shit. Uh, not a, It's different from something like um, Hollow Knight, but similar, I guess. Where it's like, you can attack, you can you can attack, block, and parry in, in this one, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a bunch of other shit. You are the Pentinent one. Uh... It's real crazy. Uh, the story of Blasphemous started off fucking insane hot, where it's like uh, the gods left. There was the great miracle happened, and it was that sin and guilt manifested itself in real life, and people are being punished, and all those crazy monsters and shit. Jeez. Good setup for an action platformer. Uh, and then you gotta go kill these things. The first boss um, I fought was. All the backgrounds are like... It's super bloody. Oh, I gotta get that out of the way right... Like, this is definitely... What is the age rating on this game, Blasphemous? I don't know, but... You don't see yourself without this big cone helmet on, but the first thing you kill, you fill you fill that helmet up with blood in the cutscene, and he puts it on, and I'm just like... This game just loves being... <laughs> I don't even think it's edgy. I think it's just like, this is the motif. Like, really heavy, religious... Uh... Blood-based. Not more than Bloodborne. Take that, Bloodborne. <laughs> Cool-looking characters, but are people fucking filling their helmets with blood in the cutscene and wearing it so it comes out the eyes? Uh, but you're fighting this big guy with a big book. <laughs> I was going to say he's kind of in the library. I'm like, but no, the backgrounds are just like piles of bodies and shit. Cause it's just like, this shit has been sweeping the land, this curse called the Great Miracle. 
you have to, I know I have to perform the three humiliations to do something. I don't know, man. It fucking looks insane. But it is definitely hard. Um, and it's soulsy in that you have to you go back to where you died and you recollect your experience and shit. Yeah. It's not called experience. That's how uh, Fallen Order is. Yeah, right. Yeah. You have to hit it one time, whatever. It fucking killed you or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I like that kind of thing. I know I definitely told the story on here of playing, not Shovel Knight, Hollow Knight, and uh, the one time I just wasn't expecting, because it, it's a shadow, it's like a shadow that kind of doesn't auto-attack, but it comes at you, it looks like a ghost version of you that's going to come at you, and it does a little damage, but like, I just walked into the panel it was in, I didn't realize I was that close to it, I was almost out of health, and it just like one-shot me, and that's when it disappears. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't, you have to defeat it to get it. Uh, but yeah, this is even simpler than that. Even simpler than Fallen Order, you just have to get to it, and there's like a little statue you have to like activate. Very shrine based. If you're into this kind of thing, if it's if weird gothic bloody shit is what you're into, um, go find just the open of Blasphemous on YouTube. And just fucking watch it, and if you're in, you're in. Uh, because it's definitely bringing something else. That's what got me from the beginning of seeing this game. This game just looks so different, and I'm probably going to suffer through it. I do love... Um, if something's going to be real hard, I would love for it to be 2D. <laughs> <laughs> just for my brain, man. I don't know something about it. Like, Celeste, at the end of the day, like, actually finishing Celeste, seems like one of those games I wouldn't have finished at the end. I would have, like, not. You know, be like, uh, maybe one day. Ukulele. I never finished... Notably hard end boss, Ukulele, I will point out. But Yeah. I just, like, never beat capital B at the very end. I'm like, oh, no. It's like that. Uh, but something's going to be aggressively hard. I'm just probably going to be, be better at Blasphemous than I am Sekiro. Yeah. Just how it works for me. Um, so that was fun. Blasphemous. Cartier. <laughs> I think I only got one thing left. Anything else that we haven't talked about so far that you've been playing lately? Hmm. We've just talked about an hour's worth of games. Let me think. Yeah. Just last minute. Uh, just jacking in, you know, seeing if maybe. I downloaded <gasps> a free version oh. of Destiny 2. Oh, Destiny 2. Shadowlands. Is that it? <laughs> That's not it. No, I think it's just some um, base Destiny 2. Nice. How'd, I, how'd the download go? It was, like, real quick. Finished? Yeah. Huh? It was only a couple gigabytes. That's why I'm like... What is this? Yeah, I know exactly. I haven't played it yet. We'll find out next week in game. Next week in podcasts. Next week in podcasts. I bought something from the holiday sale, Cartier. This is how I'll end it. Yeah. Uh, it was $19. So I bought it. With PlayStation gift cards... Before you say that, yeah. guess what? I almost bought for $33. Ooh, tell me. Wait, can I guess? Yeah. Outer Worlds. No. Ooh. Not Death Stranding, because it was 40 Was it Death Stranding? No. Ah. What? Control. Nope. Ooh. I don't know. For $33 in the PS um, PlayStation Store right now, uh... What is a fucking Kingdom Hearts all in one? Oh, nice. With like all of them in there. $33. 33 cents. When you walk away. But from I that didn't. View. But I didn't. You didn't. You, you walked away. 
You walked away from that <laughs> that deal. Yeah. Please. Oh, baby. Don't go. Sorry. Yeah, no. You should have not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Those games are good. Honestly, in retrospect. I need to go back and finish three. Uh, there's, there's so much good in them. That's all about. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> so, so what did you buy? Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh. Uh, since it was announced, just hearing like, oh, some of the stuff they did with Origins, and I played a little bit of or- Origins with Kyle, the Egyptian one, uh, and I've played a good amount of Assassin's Creed, more than most people would think Assassin's Creed in my life. I think a lot of 1 and 3, and 1 is still in this house, and I think about it a lot. Yeah. Because there's a purity of Assassin's Creed 1. It's like, even though that's probably the peak animus, there's a purity about that first game that is, like, kind of cool. And... The combat's definitely changed, and even though I, I'd really like the combat in this, there's a flow to it that you actually kind of get, it's like similar but different to the Arkham style of fighting groups, you know what I mean, encountering them and shit, and yeah. them. But no, so, even when I saw that there were some changes, more RPG elements being added with Origins, I still wasn't in, but when I saw Odyssey was going to be like Greek, and with there being a small chance of it being like Odysseus at all... <laughs> Uh, and then, it's been like a year and a half, so the thing they didn't really tell us before it launched, which is, there's supernatural fucking Greek mythology shit that's gonna fucking happen, potentially. Uh, I say potentially because I'm not even that deep, but, boy oh boy, Cartier, I knew one day I'd play it, and $20 was the price. <laughs> it's probably the Death Stranding price, too. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I love a good, the map's fucking huge. I love a good open world game, uh... I guess I just played Far Cry 5, so I kind of get similar Ubisoft open-world vibes, even though they're very different. Yeah. Uh, nothing like holding necks and climbing everything as you run, you know. Uh, there's a lot of things they still do right. It's good to be, like, four or five games past uh, past the idea of, I'm climbing this building. Oh, no, a tree. <laughs> like, no, we've been climbing trees for, like, five, five Assassin's Creed or something like that, you know what I mean? Uh, like... All trees. <laughs> so, that's cool. Odyssey's great. Uh, I don't have a ship yet. I've done a little bit of... I have killed a shark. Nice. Uh, that was cool. Still in the very beginning. I'm only a few hours in. Um, but I do... I do enjoy the dialogue for the most part. The animus stuff in the very beginning seems kind of uh, rough. It's still there. You do are still in the Animus. Or whatever it's called. And it just seemed like a really cheap, fast, like, oh, and the assassins will rise again. How do they uh how do they explain the are you a boy or are you a girl? Nice. So uh in reality, outside the animus, you are a woman who's been looking for the spear. The spear is an item that the Animus is using to pinpoint exactly where to send you back in this one. And then you can choose between two different avatars, uh, the boy or the girl. And both are in the story either way, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Alexios or Cassandra. And, yeah. So I chose Cassandra just because I heard the voice acting was better and it's real good. I understand already. It's like... The di- seriously, the dialogue with Ubisoft stuff is not always amazing. I mean, there's different studios in Ubisoft making them, but that's just how I feel. 
I love an open world RPG. I'm not even asking for that much, but I feel like sh- the delivery is definitely what's bringing you through it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm di- I'm glad I chose her. Also, it just felt right. Uh, and is it leading? Is it leading at all for the main character outside the Animus to be a woman? Because this is the first Assassin's Creed where you can choose a woman for protagonist, right? I think so, yeah. So you get to make the choice, but it's like, hey, some people are all about the RP. <laughs> it's like, oh, what if she's most comfortable? Why would you send her back in time and also suddenly give her an assassin's penis? Like, why make it more complicated? But that's I just heard the voice actor better, so I picked, yeah. I picked the lady, Cassandra. Um, yeah, man, it was good. All together. The combat's good, the forward roll is good. Uh, man, double swords is what I've been working. Nice. Enjoyable things, enjoyable side quests. Uh, having the eagle that you can switch to to like, pretty much set markers on enemies, <laughs> and just scope out what's ahead of you. It's pretty cool. Uh, the loading is a bit rough, I will say. Like even just if you fly too far with the eagle, and then you have to like, you want to jump back to you. It's like it's got to load that, you know. Yeah. So, that's interesting. Well, what's the best thing you've climbed up so far? Oh, God, there was a thing that it didn't want me to climb. Like, it wasn't a high point, but I'm like, oh, this should be. <laughs> uh, there was, like, one god statue that I climbed up. That was really great. Uh, once again, shout out to Far Cry 5, that huge statue of the father. And like the pile of bodies at the bottom of it. Yeah. So good. Ubisoft. Uh, and that pretty much sums up months of gaming, Cartier. I didn't even mention Shenmue 3. <laughs> Shout out to Shenmue 3. Yeah. Uh, all that and more. Remember when I was playing Slime Rancher? Yeah. It's hard for me to remember if we really talked about Slime Rancher on here. I think I did, though. But that's another thing that could have been caught in the shovel. The shovel. Caught in the shovel of the last three months of 2019. Nicholas Cartier, next week we'll talk about Fantasy Critic. Okay. We'll talk about milkshakes and gumballs. Is it gumballs now? Would you care to possibly hit the plugs? Of course. We are the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. If you would like to hear our whole library of podcasts that we have... You can find us at libitmedia.fireside.fm. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Castro, Stitcher, all that jazz. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts for the most part. For the most part. Um, if, you, if you're interested in seeing more things that we do, mm. check out our YouTube. I like to think it's pretty cool. You can check out uh, Super Forgotten. It is a series that we have. Hey, that's a random one to do. <laughs> Plugged. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. How I'm like, how do I do a modern day Super Forgotten? I just need an excuse to be like, my backlog of indie games on the PS4 is high right now. Yeah. Like, it's time to just make you play them, Cartier, and sit with you. Even the ones I haven't played. <laughs> Oh, how do we do that? Well, if we do it, it'll be at youtube.com backslash litmitmedia, L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A. If you have any fan art of uh, what you think Roger's face looks like once I tell him that everyone picked up games except him this week, probably be smug, uh, 
Send that into litmitmedia at gmail.com. For, for Trey. Trey. F-O-R space T-R-E-Y for Trey. Not for Dre. Please stop doing that. <laughs> oh, is that all? I think so. Oh, man. Like I said, I'd like to thank you for being here today, Cartier. Thank you. I enjoy it. I'd like to thank uh, everyone. Um, how do we end this again? Oh, obviously, Song of the Week's coming. It is yep. the theme to Wadham. Nice. Uh, I think it's called Six Miles. Feel free to look it up or just listen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I believe there's a phrase, Cartier. Um, make it a great day or not? The choice is yours. And stay hydrated.
I can't. 